0: No comeback is complete. second from No matter the score, it's blau and weiß ein Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Shark America. Welcome back uh, episode 197 uh it's a reek today we're going to do a recap of the Eintracht Braunschweig match the loss and then looking ahead to Holstein Kiel because we got them this Friday so instead of doing the podcast on a Monday we wanted to wait a couple of days and let it simmer come back into a preview of the Holstein Kiel match because that's going to be a huge matchup which we'll get into in this podcast but uh yeah it, it's uh we didn't get the double against Eintracht Braunschweig, did we no. Uh In fact, we looked worse worse off than we did against uh, them in the first game. And it's funny, uh, before we get into the, the lineups here, of the gaming, just recapping it a little bit. We had played, and we talked about this on the last podcast, we had a, a friendly against the U23s where we looked terrible. We didn't play. I mean, we were the aim was just to get fitness, right? But we still lost 4 2 to our U23s, Kiki top hat trick. And after that, Thomas Rice came out and said, Oh, you know, this game looked like the old Schalke. Talking about the U23s, we played poorly. Uh, this is not the team that, you know, this is the team that I always heard about, you know, and hopefully we get that, we can get the shake off those, 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 that rust or whatever and, and get back to the way we've been playing. Fast forward to well, fast forward from the conversation to, no, you know, this game against Braunschweig and we lost one Uh, and played as well as we did in that 4-2 loss against the U23s. Gluckauf, Anthony. Gluckauf. Glad you guys join us tonight. It's like a Blues Wednesday, right? Blues Wednesday. It's blue in the background. Obviously, those are colors, but, we, you know, no no blues music in the background here, but you should listen to some, maybe get some scotch or something like that, drink with this podcast as we review the game against Braunschweig and look ahead to Holstein-Kiel. But yeah, you know, again, look at the game against Braunschweig. We played very similarly as we did against U23s, meaning poor. Um, and it wasn't for lack of trying. Oh, maybe it was for lack of trying, right? Really, the only player you could say tried was uh, Mueller, right? He's been our best player this season, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess however you want to say. It. But uh, looking into the, the starting 11, they went pretty much a very similar starting 11 some some players are different the goalkeepers different uh they went with Hoffman and goal um uh berent ivanov and krusokai krukai excuse me um in defense obviously uh they had a... Uh, who was I forget who their which player had um got sent off in the in the pokal matchup but nonetheless in the midfield they had marx kraus Nicolao donker donker who had a pretty good game i thought uh gomez and then up top they had kaufman and and anthony uja both players did well again they did well in the, in the pokal match against us looking at our lineup we didn't really change too too much other than Lasme. but um toyer obviously he was inserted into the lineup after the injury to Bruner. There were thoughts maybe Matriciani should get the start in this one. He did not. Uh, Elwaflo, good to see you. Glukov, Glukov, same to you, Joseph. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the question was Toyer or Matriciani. Many people thought Matriciani is the obvious start, but I I guess I could see why Toyer got the got the start in this one. Uh, the center backs for Baumgartle and Kaminsky, and with Oweyan back healthy after missing out the last one, Matriciani obviously started the last game. Uh, in the midfield, Templeman, Schallenberg, Sagan, Seguin, as they say here in and, and, and Germany. And up top, you had Karaman, Tarota, of course, and the last minute coming in. We've been screaming for last minute to come in. Uh, and so yeah, it was a, uh, okay lineup. I thought I thought from the from the from the very beginning, but we wanted to see goals. That's what we wanted to see against Braunschweig in the Pokal matchup. We didn't really get that many chances. We got our, you know, we got the we got the win. It was nice, but we didn't look good in the process. We got despite the win. And then we went against the U twenty threes and we lost terribly. And in this game, we were just looking to see a rebound. Rice was looking for a rebound. Didn't really have it, did we? Now, obviously, Kadamon scores like what two, three minutes into the game. Nice free kick ability and again. Thomas on back to his free kick abilities that he had two years ago, not so much last year, right? And so, nice cross into the box. Kadamon trail. There's a trailer in the box and gets the goal in there. uh Wonderful, wonderful. That's Put it away really. But then the whistle comes and then okay, VAR check. Let's see how it is. If it's tight, we didn't have the VAR check in the pocal which we had a couple goals probably or penalties we could have had in that game extra. But they go to VAR and Kataman is clearly offside. So no, no heartburn versus that. I mean, glad that we scored early. Unfortunately, it was off sides, but correct call on the play. One of the guys who was inserted into the lineup, Brian Lasme. We wanted to see him involved early, right? He he's shown us that he's a super sub. Let's see how he would do as in the starting role. Well, he started off fairly well. I thought he had a great opportunity. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. It was probably within the first 10-15 minutes. He had a great opportunity uh, on the right-hand side. Someone fed him through the ball. One-on-one with the keeper goes for power instead of placement, but lets off a rocket. Unfortunately, it's to the outside of the of the goal post instead of the inside. We're talking about millimeters here, right? Because you know, a uh, few inches the other way, it'll have been a fantastic goal, but went for power, didn't go for placement. I understand why you're one on one with the goalkeeper in such a close range. Put it on power, hopefully, it's on, hopefully it's on net goalie, bobbles it, and rebound. Tarot there, Karamano there, right? But missed the goal, what's the target altogether? And one of the things everyone harps on is getting shots on target that was off target, but you like that last minute was in there. You like that they found him uh, in the box, but you were wondering: Is there, are we going to rue that miss? Sure enough, we do. Um, and it's it's the same shit we say all the time: is don't beat ourselves. Let the other team beat us. Make them beat us, but don't freaking give them you no know, easy goals. What happens? The new man Toyer uh, on the right, and he's around the midfield midfield area, gives up a careless you know giveaway. Right to, and I don't remember who it might have been, Gomez. I think it was Gomez finds Anthony Uja. Uja, of course, soon as he gets the ball, Kaminsky's there. Every other defender is way up high because you know, Shaka were in possession when they lost the ball. So then Kaminsky tries to press up on Uja, but Uja finds Kaufman on the backside, onside one on one against Mueller. And you're not, it's a 50 50 chance at that point if, if Mueller's gonna get it. Mueller is a good goalkeeper, but I mean, Kaufman's a decent player, and, and Kaufman had the whole net to shoot at. Uh, and puts it away nicely. It was a nice finish by them. They 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 were clinical on the on the, on the takeaway from us, and they went up one nothing. You're like, okay, they went up early against us in in the polka match. We should be okay. glue ever. Okay. Eric, uh, good to see you on here tonight. Uh, but yeah, Brown Strike went up in that game. We 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 able to figure it out and won three to one in the Pokal. But this one, I I felt comfortable at that point because we had created some opportunities. Uh, this goal happened in 22nd minute, so you still had 60, 60 plus minutes, 70 minutes left in the game that, you know, we could try to get something back. But didn't really happen, right? We didn't really create many opportunities in this game, it seemed like. It just seemed like watching on the illegal feed, mind you, uh, there was no no jack tonight. You know, it's hard for us when, in this fight to legal when there's no streams. Uh, and so this game was not streaming on the States, at least uh, not on ESPN+. Plus, so I found some shady methods to uh to watch the game. Shout out to Eric for providing that link. It's uh oh, I think it was a live TV.sx or something like that. Uh, it's good to use on your phone. You better have a good uh, uh, uh protection on your computer or phone if you're gonna use it. Uh, my phone. I didn't want to test it on my computer. I did it on my phone it worked well. But uh, only I got to see the game. Nonetheless, um, that was like the highlight of the first half for me is just being able to watch it because the the team was very staticky. Uh, in that, in that game, particularly in that first half as well. Again, Mueller. the few times that they had chances, Mueller had to make some saves on it. Uh, but offensively, really weren't creating anything. Temple wasn't doing anything. Seguin wasn't doing anything. Karaman was quiet. Last minute was quiet after the first you know, 15 minutes or so. Um, so really weren't doing anything. Uh, second half started off well, where Simon Torona got a goal. 1-1, here we go. But then they, they got a VAR. And VAR checked it, and at first angle, I thought, no, that's a good goal. That's a good goal. I should replay again. You're like, ah, oh, Toroto is off by, like, a couple feet. I mean, and just the body. Like, his body was slightly ahead of the play versus the defender. So it was a correct call. But I like the way that we came out. So I was looking, okay, yeah, let's get some more opportunities here. Honestly, that was probably, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's probably our only... Chance in that second half, and that came within the first 10 minutes of the ha- first half or second half, excuse me. So um, not that great. You know, Matriciani, we did see him eventually. Drexler, I mean we went for broke, right? Oh uh, there was a substitution. Karaman got an injury uh late in the first half. Kazuki came on, we've been screaming for him. We got to see Yussi Kabadai come on as well. He was a he was uh decent in, in his performance, but didn't create enough. We didn't do enough really in that second half and an embarrassing loss, to say the least, against Braunschweig. Is it the end of the world? No, it is certainly not the end of the world. However, you can't be losing to a team like Braunschweig, right? If we have intentions of moving right up, and that's the end of the year, no, it's not. But, man, we're, we're at three points at three games, two losses and a, and a, and a win. You're playing holstein Kiel coming up this, this weekend. They're ahead of us on the table. They got two wins in the first three games. Uh, granted, their last game was a loss but you know some of the hamburgs already at 7 points a couple of teams are at 7 points already hertha still on zero thankfully uh but yeah look at the statistics the xg they had 2.13 xg ours 1.24 and our one2 Some of the one uh, you know the the couple of plays are offside there honestly possession we we barely possessed them but that's because we were trying to catch up uh and get the goal um shots on target look they had six shots on target we had only three all game long and they really stopped trying after that after the after their their lead yeah i use the vpn the vpn was the recommended way to do it anthony for sure he's got to find the legal stream uh so uh let's see um yeah i mean it's a statistics we actually it just look poor in every aspect of the game um shots uja had six torta had three and, and really after that after that goal, they was offside. That's That's really his last really great opportunity of the game. Baumgart was a lot better in this game than he was uh, in the last one, obviously in the in the Pokal. But I thought overall, I mean, I can't say there was any decent performances outside of Mueller. I um, mean, you can't blame Mueller for the goal. Left high and dry, one-on-one against Kaufman. Kaufman's going to put that in there majority of the time, I would think. Um, didn't really see anything from anywhere. Toyer did not look good. He picked up an injury in the game apparently, but uh he's going to be all right, I think. Um but yeah, everyone everyone played poor and and now we got an old friend coming up on the horizon, Steve Skripsky. Remember him? Um he's a decent player. He he turned out to be a decent player. Uh And so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what we got here coming up on the horizon. Um looking ahead, I mean, took some. I took I actually took some notes on Holstein Kiel because they're they're a decent team. Uh, look look at all their games so far this year: uh, two wins and a loss. Uh, some some things I think that we can ha- we can take care of them with, right? And some things that I think we're gonna have to worry about. Um, and I'll, let's start on the things that we have to worry about, right? Uh, we are prone to making defensive mistakes. Toyer this last game, Baumgart on the last the, the game before that. We we typically have at least one big error in the game they are clinical they will pounce on our mistakes and they will score goals on them so we have to be mindful of that uh especially skripsky skripsky will get on the end of those plays too um as well as uh machino uh he he had a nice uh penalty score uh against uh what was it growth and first last week or yeah i think or two weeks ago i think it was um but skripsky, i talk about steve skripsky he's a smooth finisher now you know when he goes one-on-one against the keeper or gets the opportunity he can actually put the ball away uh, is he, he was up, I think, at 15 goals last season for Holstein Kiel. Um, so he's not a bad striker, uh, at least Zweite Liga striker, right? So gotta kind of keep an eye out for him. Um, we like to use the deep throwing off the, off the, you know, when we're we're down near their box, and whether it's Brunner or Matriciani or Oweyan, we like to throw it into the box, right? They got this guy. I forget. I forget what, his, what number he is. Uh, let me see if I can look it up real quick. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I want to say uh, the name escapes me right now, but um, yeah, it didn't even show up. Number 13, uh, left back for them, he can throw it from like midfield into the box. This guy's got a freaking cannon for arms, uh, and so he will they will use that to their advantage, uh, to try to get some opportunities from free corner kicks, if you will, you know, through the throw in. Uh, very good off of that. Uh, saw some good plays, I think they even scored one goal off of one of those deep plays there uh in the game against uh was it Magdeburg maybe on the 4-2 loss there um and then also they have a propensity for for crossing especially from the left hand side but from right hand right hand side as well and they like to look for that that trailer the, the backdoor runner uh we have not been that great looking at the back door you know in our games uh this year even in our friendlies as well and they like to look for that guys in the back door um they, one of their midfielders scored in the in the last game again doing that uh where is it where did they pull that upper hoe uh blah, blah, blah. where is it what's his number what's his number there um it is sterner sterner scored a, a goal um coming in from the back door i mentioned machino got the, the got the penalty uh for them so he's something you have to keep an eye out for um Scripps, he tends to play as a second striker, maybe even a ten, sometimes depending on the formation. Sterner will definitely be in that midfield four, midfield five, depending on the formation. Uh, but someone to keep an eye out on Machino is obviously someone who's very quick-footed, uh, can get behind the defenses. Uh, his goal against Groytefirth was uh, a trailing run. Uh, I think it was her, I think it was Groytefirth, or maybe it was one of the first second games. Um, someone sprung him and ran through the mid into the defense and, and scored a nice goal there. Uh, so that's someone you have to keep an eye on now. Things that they are weak at, right? Everyone's weak. We're, we got certainly our weaknesses. Colson keel. They're, they're no different. They, they lost to Magdeburg four to two last week. Uh, so they gave up a lot of goals, but also the season they, they, I've seen the, I've seen this repeatedly happen with them. Uh, and so they're just like us. They're prone to the giveaways defensively, especially right. Whether it's a defender passing it back The goalie's not that great with the, with the foot of the foot of his ball. Um, the midfield trying to pass back defense they will make mistakes and so we have opportunities. we need to be ready for those opportunities and take it and run and, and get a shot on goal get you know get some goals there um because I think they can certainly be had there. he um, test their goalkeeper right their goalkeeper's okay. he's just okay. Uh, he has trouble with the ball sometimes uh, very schwooff like where a ball a ball that should be comfortable in his arms he'll bobble at the times. you can get a goal off of that. So you need to test him, get lots of shots on him, make him earn the victory. If they're gonna, that's what they're going to get, or, or, or earn the save, I should say. Um, but the goalie can be had. Um, let's see. Uh, similar to us as well. If you attack their center backs, you know directly, or go for the crosses behind the defense and look for the runner, they can be had. Um, their two center backs don't seem to be. It's similar to us where. If you get that one striker, well, what do we see in the first in the first game, right? Um, Glatzel getting between both our center backs. They seem confused. They didn't know who to mark, who's going to mark him, and he just left free at times. Same thing can happen with Holstein Kiel, um, especially if Toronto can get in behind them off the crosses whether it's Oyan or you know Matriciani, whoever starts in the, on the in the right back position. Or Bruner, maybe Bruner's even back. I have to check the update here before we get out of here. Uh, but they can be had on on the crosses um, and then attacking them directly. I've noticed Holston and Kiel this year have been very poor at covering trail runners. Um, they, It seems like they they, they initially look at where the players are, the defenders, and they kind of forget about them. And then as the play goes on, you can easily get a trail runner behind them, whether it's way, way, way back door or cut in through the middle. They don't seem to pay attention to that. They they get caught ball watching way too often, which is, could be used to our benefit, right? Our midfielders, uh, as Seguin, maybe even uh, if a uh, Templeman gets in there, they can get these opportunities there uh, for a goal in front of their box. So the trail run is going to be huge for us. Hopefully the team has been, you know, uh, Rice and company have been breathing this down their neck. And got to get in the box, got to get shots off. Uh, and then again, kind of going back to what I said before with the crosses, you know, covering the back door, whether it's on set pieces, whether it's on crosses uh, in open play, they tend to forget about their man. And it, and it kind of goes back to um, watching the trail runner or, or being too focused on where the ball is, they just forget about that backside. They think that the ball's over here, it's not gonna get over there. It's almost like daring you. Hey, go ahead, try it because we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about you know guarding it. And you can have them that way. Kadaman, we saw in the Pokal matchup, did well on the back door, um and off a free kick, was able to get the back door, got a goal. I think we can get, find success through that way. You know, Kadaman's gonna be going there if he's healthy enough to to play in the game, he will be able to go for that. But we gotta continue going for that back door. I think they can give up many goals that way. So uh, let's see. Um, I'm curious to see how we do this against Hosein Kiel. Game is at home, so that should be a boost for us. Uh, Having those two games away at Braunschweig was definitely difficult, even though that's not that difficult of an an opponent. Their home is pretty difficult, and being there for two games in a row, playing any opponent twice um, in in short succession is difficult. It's very hard to to get any opponent in any sport uh, back-to-back games and hoping to get the same result. So there's those things uh, in the game to look forward to, but um, you know, look at some of the games that Holstein Kiel have had so far this year. Let's look at some of the results that they've had. Uh, pull up their schedule here. Um, so let's see. I they did lose the Magdeburg last game, uh, so they they are no longer defeated four to two. I mentioned some of the goals in the game. Um, Possession wide they were outpossessed. I expect Holstein Kiel to be uh, have a lion's share of the possession in this game I, I do so it's how do we do in the counter it's going to be huge for us uh whether we can do that or not um but yeah, they, they lost to magdeburg four to two uh then in the pocal they won they won the procal game against uh gurushlo uh two nothing They did be great for two to one um those are the goals by uh sterner and um machino in that game uh they look they beat Braunschweig. Braunschweig and they, they weren't too convincing in that game against Braunschweig either. Braunschweig did get a red card, and that's and not get a goal because of that. Uh, but they only one won one nothing against Braunschweig, so it kind of puts into perspective how good they are. So it's still it's still tough to say. I I I, I fancy Hossein Kiel to be one of the top six teams this season. Um, can they be had? Absolutely. We're, they're not they're not world beaters, and uh, we should be able to bounce back well especially at home it's built in arena but it's going to be a big game uh, and i think you know the, looking at who they have uh, in attack skripsky is someone we're going to have to absolutely pay attention to um cannot forget about him um so yeah let's let's see what we can do here uh, i do want to take a look at uh some of the news uh, in and around shaka that is on on twitter and, and around. So Thomas Rice after the game said, uh, after the loss to Braunschweig said, this defeat hurts. We wanted to take something from today's game. We'll now have to analyze thoroughly. We want, uh, we won't win a game playing like we did in the first half. Yeah, and we saw that against the U23s, right? You can't beat anybody playing the way you're you know, playing like the old Schalke, as Rice says. Um, the team is way too static. Not enough people moving around. People ball watching. Um, errors all left and right. The midfield look this loss in that game it looked like I never played with each other. And we know that's not the case. So, uh, we gotta, we gotta have an improved performance in, in this one. Um, I don't even know what that is right there. So, <laughs> uh, moving on. What, what were some of the notes I saw before I want to get back to you. I'll work my way back? Um, you see, uh, had a nice performance as his debut for Shaka. Uh, let's see. Toyar mentioned the injury. Uh, I got injured to his jaw, uh, Drexler and Karaman are, you know, suffered both muscle injuries and will be out for a few weeks. So, no Karaman, no Drexler. Uh, we kind of resigned Drexler to the bench, uh, and, you know, as opposed to the midfield that did start Templeman, Schallenberg, and and Seguin. Uh, but Drexler is still an important player for us. He's he's a, he can be a super sub for us. Um, and so having a, him injured, having Karaman who's been playing better, his best spell with us this season, um, having them both out is uh, is unfortunate. Toyer will he'll be on the bench. I doubt he'll start in this game unless another injury happens. Uh, but the game is Friday, as mentioned, uh, 12 30 Eastern time, um, uh, 6 30 PM uh, German time there. Did uh, some of the boys training. Uh, let's see what else there was or some other news. Um, Rice says uh, Drexler Kotterman will be out until the international break at least. So that's looking at uh, September 9th through 11th, somewhere in that time frame. Uh, nonetheless, we're going to the next game with purpose, and the boys are really looking forward to it. All right, let's see it. Hey, I'm for it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh Poulter has a toe injury and can't do running exercises just yet, but he should be back for the game against V Toyer hasn't broken anything. He still has some facial swelling. Last may had just had a cramp. That was the other that was the other injury that we heard in the game. Um last may did come out, um, but it was just a cramp, luckily. So uh, he should be back for the game, which is, you know, thankfully for that rice admit We weren't aggressive enough against Braunschweig. Uh, they gave us a taste of our own medicine. Uh, we're a quality team, but you've got to be aggressive to win games. Uh, that's just something I expect from a team. I mean, the team was not aggressive whatsoever uh, in that game. So you play static, you are going to lose. It's plain and simple, honestly. Um, but yeah, let's see. I mean, I'm curious to see what the lineups will be in, the, in this one for us. Um, Hopefully Bruner's back. I haven't seen any any news on Brunner. If you if you if you know any news on Bruner, please let us know in the chat or send us a tweet. Um, I do know some other bit of news for us. At least one of our you know players who does get on, do get on the pitch, Asan Odraogo, Uh There is a little pissy match between the DFB and Schalke about they want him for the U17 World Cup, and um, Schalke are like, no, you're not getting him. He's a he's a key player for us. Uh, you're not going to take him for like a month from us um and so it's a pissy match back and forth and uh thanks to uh ryan in the uh, uh the D in the discord for starting this chat about this um and so basically shaka have no real reason to give up Odrago. yes he could do well for them but the only really time there's obligations when it's actually the world cup honestly um and this is u17s so well it will be good good for him to go out there and do well the team isn't that deep, and we kind of need him, right? When he came on against Braunschweig, he was one of our better players uh, in that game, unfortunately. Uh, didn't do didn't do well, but he was lively, at least. Um, most majority of the guys were very, very static. We're not moving movin around. At least he came on and, and tried to create some things. So hopefully Schalke stays strong in this because all we need is him to go on international duty and then come back injured. And then we're out another key player, right? Uh, We're still waiting for Kazuki to kind of get back up to speed. But uh, Draogo, I say, don't let him go. I just don't. I mean, I know it looks good for him, but, you know, hey, you do not have to release the player. Um, I did mention Kazuki there. Curious what people's thoughts are on Kazuki in that first game. uh, Rice did come out and say, and this is before the game against Braunschweig, that Kazuki is there. He's obviously an offensive player. However... Rice wants to see him do better defensively. We had this kind of uh, notion last season when he uh, with uh, after he had a great start for Schalke in the Bundesliga and they we're like where did he go and we had an uh, inkling that it was probably some, you know, lack of defensive defensive responsibility on Kazuki's part, also coming back from injury, right? Um uh, but Rice admitted saying, "Hey, look, you know, Kazuki's almost there, but he needs to do more defensively." So in the U-23 matchup, and also they talked about a, a friendly against one of the Polish teams early in the year uh in the preseason, how he had Kazuki play a, a position that he's not familiar with, which was typically in the in the central midfield area. He's he's a winger, he's an attacking winger. Um, but he played him in these positions because he wants him to practice playing defensively. Um, and and he and he even said, Rice even said, they look, we're not looking for him to have these great performances in these friendlies. We want him to learn how to play defensive, have that defensive mindset when he's out in the game, he knows that he should you know where he should be attacking defensively, helping out the team because you help out defensively, get the ball back, you can go back on the and you have freedom on the on the attack to go and, and try to score some goals. So we saw Kazuki uh early in this one. Obviously was an injured to Kadaman so kind of forced Rice's hand early, but he could have picked anybody and he picked Kazuki. So that's good news. Maybe we'll see with Karaman out injured. See more Kazuki now. Uh we'll see against Holstein Kiel if he can do that. Hey I say put him in. Um feed off the home crowd you know if if he doesn't do well take him out of halftime but i think um i'd like to see more kazuki give him more of that match fit match fit match game experience to get better right you, you can only do so much in practice you need to be out in the games learning and and getting better and adapting to play so we'll see if he gets in there uh and the last bit of news thanks for uh eric Zigerman uh also on the discord shouted at uh shouted out that um if You type in um Bundesliga 60 on if you have ESPN for, for those in the States or ESPN access to ESPN plus, uh it shows uh it's a nice little piece there on the Bundesliga uh, commemorating the last sixty years of the or sixty years of the Bundesliga's uh history. Um so definitely check that out. I'm definitely gonna be watching that this week, uh being on holiday from work. So yeah. Yeah. That's uh, gonna be entertaining one for sure. I'm excited to see that, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some uh, controversies uh, talk, depicted in that. Probably some about Schalke, right? <laughs> uh, it never fails us, right? But uh, yeah, it'll be entertaining nonetheless. Get to see some old footage and uh, and how the Bundesliga has come up in the last six years. So excited for that. So Eric, thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, that you know that's I want to keep it short and sweet today. We did we, the Braunschweig review was very short just because nothing to talk about. We look like ass didn't play well got outplayed can't cover anthony uja the one guy who was you know we had to had to guard up and then you know Mueller did what he could he had some big saves in the game this is the one he couldn't save and he was kind of left out the dry off of the toyer uh mistake and then try to spend the rest of the podcast talking about Horstein kiel who are going to be a difficult opponent uh and it seems like anytime we play an old uh, an old schalke player uh, they seem to get one on us right but um Hopefully not in this game. Mark Steven Skripsky, Mark Machino, uh, keep an eye on a uh, starter, some of these other guys in the midfield, and keep an eye out for these throw-ins because they, they will go for them in the box. So we'll see. And again, test that goalkeeper. Test them. Uh, that goalkeeper for um, Holstein Kiel is not the greatest. Give them some loose balls in the box. And so shots from deep, have Torota and whomever else, Lasmer, or whoever, try to pounce on those rebounds. That's going to be the way to success. We have to win this blue collar, right? That minor me- mentality. We got to have to do that to win the game and so get back on track. Uh we got a couple more games here before the uh international break. Uh let's see how many games here we have until the uh international break. Oh, wrong. Wrong page there. Uh let's see, let's see. Here we go. Not that that. Where's Schalke? There's Schalke. There's Schalke. Okay. So after this game, we got uh VNV's Baden which is uh, the week next week, and then international break. So yeah, this game and one more game to Uh Let's get both these games, get get two wins here uh, before we go Magdeburg coming out of the international break, and then Saint Pauli Paderborn, and then the big one against Hertha. Well, they're all big for us at this point, right? Um, but yeah, these next uh, three games after the international break are gonna be huge. But we got to get to there first, and uh, first start with Holstein Kiel, and then move over to Wiesbaden uh, and get two results there. So yeah, I'm optimistic uh and hopefully uh yeah two wins two wins we need some victory more victory mondays to talk about on mondays uh next podcast will be on a monday i was out of town i was so upset with the game that i had to get out of town i went to the philadelphia area for uh for a few days just got back wearing my patty's irish pub shirt here but uh yeah got to had to get out of town clear the head and come back so that's why the podcast is today and that it wasn't on mondays so well, we'll be back on Monday, rain or shine, win or loss. Because, like I said, it doesn't matter the result. Blau und Weiß and Lieben lang. So, all right, for Jack, wherever he is in Chicago land, for everyone else who uh, joined us on the podcast today, thank you again. Uh, enjoy the game. On Friday, there will not be a live stream. I was attempting to do a live stream on uh, this last game and then realized last minute, oh, the game's not televised, so I can't do a live stream. So uh, even though the game this Friday is televised, At least in the States, it is on ESPN Plus against Holstein Kiel. Will not be televised. Oh, you know what? I might be off. Let's see. We'll see. Game time decision. I am off this week. So game time decision to be determined. But at at the latest, Monday on the podcast. So, Uh, (laughs) But keep you guys out of here. Don't need man on the loss too much. Uh, Let's just think positively and get a result this weekend or this Friday against Holstein Kiel. So all right, guys and gals. Thank you once again. Stay strong. Stay positive, and all I can say is, uh, look out.